I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Well, I'm sailing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, take three. It's been <laughs> cut, so long cut, since cut, we cut. since we've done this. Yeah, we're like Carlin. It's been so long since we've done this. It's uh, out of practice. Yeah. It's only been two weeks though. It's been a busy two weeks here at the Thomas household. Yeah, we got through it though. We did with a lot of. It wasn't easy at all, for sure. Just centering. I think centering your kid. You know, and like catering to your kid. I, how do I say this? Sounding selfish. Um, <laughs> like it, it takes a lot of humbling. Like you're trying to support your kid and what they love and do. And let's get it out of the way. <laughs> Fuck them kids. <laughs> all right. I don't. Not all. I don't support everything he says, y'all. <laughs> you know been, who does? Who? Earthquake. <laughs> Earthquake. This. If you go to Netflix and watch Earthquake stand up comedy. He basically stole all my material. He did. Like, all, like Sh- all my material. Right down to the colonoscopy, sorry. It, no. Er, prostate exam. Prostate exam, sorry. It's yeah. so, so similar. Both up the butt. But yeah, that, the kid stuff, just his general take on life. <laughs> he was he was you. He did a good job with it, though. Yeah. He did a great job with it. I wish it was longer. I think it was only half an hour. Um, I mean, I don't know. I'd like to go see him if you come. We got... We got Guys, we got some stuff coming up. We're going to go see Bert. Yes. I'm going to go see Tom. <clears throat> We're trying to plot some kind of summer vacation. Just all kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. So Our daughter's living a way better life than we are right now. She is. She, she just is. went and saw Billy Eyelash. She has had right. like a huge three weeks. Like, I wonder what... Is there going to be like some emotional fallout from the highs of everything? Oh, we're going to humble the shit out of her. She's going to be scrubbing baseboards. Cinderella, little Cinderella syndrome. (laughs) Listen, I don't know how people treat their kids. I don't, but like she needs to be knocked down a few pegs. I don't, I don't think she needs to be knocked down a few pegs. Well, we we agree to disagree, lady. (laughs) I think she is pretty, after talking to some folks. I think she's pretty on par with her peers. Um, Let me just say, I don't care about her peers. I ain't raising her peers. Okay. All right. I'll knock him down. Hey, if you need your kid knocked down, send him to me. 
If you're having the and, same issue, send them to me. And what he's saying is a lie because he is lying out of his lie hole. Um, <laughs> what do you mean? You are the reason. Listen, just because kids, I created that mess you, don't mean I can't be the one to change it. You are the reason our kids are the way they are. Harlan today. How dare you? <laughs> today, Harlan was like, I want chicken strips. And Gary's like, mm, no. like I'm just like, give him, just walk away. He's had food. Gary puts on his shoes and goes to Kroger and buys that little butthole chicken strips. Then, and I would do the same for you. You would. I'm an adult. I'm fine. I'm doing well. Fair enough, but you haven't fed yourself in like at least <laughs> That's a lie. six I fed, years. I cooked my own self dinner tonight. What you cooked tonight? Air fryer food. Let's see. <laughs> That's fine. I ate. <laughs> I'm fine. Anyway, I cook my lunches every week. Really? Yeah, I do. Cook them. Spread some salad mix and some chicken in them. I don't know what this is about. And what <laughs> I'm like, just I'm being some like mm. I'm just saying you prepared them. What, was did. that fair to say? And I have fed myself. Yeah. Based on that, but then also Harlan's like, I want the phone, and I have explicitly created this environment today where he was like, and How was that working out for you? It was fine. Oh yeah. It was fine. I just ignore it and we move on. But he's he a little velociraptor screaming about everything. I just move on. You, however, like even our freaking therapists call you good cop. Listen, that's a. Uh, but you did the same thing with Charlie. I don't now, remember that. I was. This doesn't I, mean you didn't do it. I was battling addiction then. What addiction? Her affection. Is it? <laughs> and and I ain't getting that no more. And so now you're pissed because she shows like normal. Pretty average, like teenage <clears throat> I behavior. There's times when she's a little much, <laughs> but yeah, between the hours of seven a.m. and ten p.m. That's not even true. That's <laughs> however anything. And Gary is ready to like rehome her. Angry, she's the most ungrateful child ever. Yeah, hey, I like, gotta get off her right now. She out of here. How did like we the, the get, circus call? Be like, hey, we saw her in her we, play. She's amazing. We'd like <laughs> for her to go on the road. Yes, or I sign. Get her out of here. Good luck. If you come back to Bearded Lady, I'll still love you, but you got to go for on tour for a year. <laughs> he won't see one single show that she does, though. That's for sure. Why? You don't like going to see her and support, and you're like, ah. Eh. I went to I went to her twice in her play. <laughs> That's true. That is true. So I mean, just because I don't, like, who wants to go watch your kid swim? That's parents, the only thing. Parents do that support their kids. Well. Uh, I see her swim all summer in the pool. There's no difference. She's still just as slow. Don't care. Carrie. I speak in truth. She is built like me. I'm sorry. Like, we are one and the same. We're not winning any races. Oh, my God. Anyway, on this episode of how to uh, give your kids some sort of insecurity. If I haven't done it by now, then it's impossible. It's been done. So, you've. (laughs) effectively like built her up as the greatest thing ever and then like you know what it's like the military you build them up just or you break them down to build them back up again okay. you, you i did built it her up i'm breaking her down hey there's dyslexia yeah. you did it completely backwards <clears throat> you didn't get the memo on that <laughs> there's no there's no uh handbook and how to, to raise children i should have been had there to take a test are actually multiple handbooks and how to raise children oh, from who <laughs> experts <laughs> the fuck their kids probably smoke crack. They write a book and they got kids in jail right now. I don't give a damn about what they say. Dr. Dobson, 
No, he's we don't support him. Too. We do not support him. I don't know. We don't focus on the family. It's just fine. Oh, I love you, but wow. I just had a lot of this built up for you. Have <laughs> I? You're gonna. I have just to, need to get drunk. Let's get is drunk. that it? No, I got things to do. People, tomorrow. listen. The I could. Take we a know. Break. We don't care. Likes, I don't. Look at me. Let's take some call-ins. <laughs> <laughs> How have you been these past two weeks, Gary? Full transparency. It's been a roller coaster. <laughs> like it's stressful, you know. <laughs> Hell, you get a touch of depression, a little, you know, uh, lack of motivation. You sit around, you just waller, like hard. waller in your feelings. You know, you just hang around, hang out with with Harlan, and then I, I just feel myself becoming a four year old. I'm like, shit, becoming. I'm I'm into this fucking PBS kids for the nineteenth <laughs> time. So we have Oblar, have before. we talked about the potty training? We talked about that, right? We've had a we've podcasted since then, or have we not? Mm, no, I don't think we have. No, he started is, potty training right after our last podcast. Yeah, so we have done. We're finishing it, our it second is, week. It is feast or famine with us. Um, <laughs> I, we, I wouldn't say that. We decided not in a positive way, though. <laughs> it was a really crazy week in that Harlan Harlan starting potty training alone should have been. Blocked out on our schedule and the only thing happening in our lives. We weren't ready. Well, hold on. I get, Put in some context. So when you look at the at the week laid out, Monday. So we have to be home with the little bastard and his behavior therapist who are amazing. Like yes. these, these ladies love Harlan probably more than I do. Uh, That's not true. But not like true. they love him just as much. Sometimes I feel like there's probably times where they're like, man, take his kid home. But so they're in our house. So Abby takes the first day. And and it is, they're not, it's not like we're taking turns. The three of us are not going to take turns. It is me. Like they modeled it. Then they're like, all right, mama, get in there. Excuse me. So, you know, it's, it is straight up. I mean, it's not rocket science. She's, we had, it's a not pool. rocket science, but I mean, we, hell, we had every candy gum block, like. But by like we're trying to. But listen, we are doing this trap every, a leprechaun or something. <laughs> we had all the lucky charms. Fifteen minutes. We start out that every sucked, fifteen yeah. minutes. Every fifteen minutes, and then if he ha- he goes three times without an accident, you're allowed to bump it to twenty. Like the most we got up to was twenty five minutes, in between takes. So. Um, by noon, he's like, screw this. And so it is like, you're pulling out candy toys. At one point I was sitting in the floor, I was coloring it. Um, I was exhausted by the end of the day, but <laughs> I think, I don't know if it, I, I, yeah, it was that day after new Gary comes home. He's like, wait, we got to keep going. <laughs> I was like, yes, we have to keep going. And you know, he hasn't seen any of this. And it's a pretty intense, it sounds simple, but you got to get him in there. And he has no attention span. You're supposed to keep him in there for five minutes, engaged into the potting for five minutes. So Gary comes home and he's like, he takes Harlan once, lets him roll in real fast because the pizza. No, I took pizza. him once, oh, then, normal, and yeah. then we're getting ready to eat. I was like, hey, let's knock this out. And he goes in there. 
whips it out, pisses real quick. He's like, done. I was like, all right, cool, let's go. I was not on board with the whole. And it wasn't like in the time frame. And yeah. so the next time I take him. Trying to get it out the way. Yeah. Next time I go, he's wet. He thinks that he can just like do a drive-by pee. And I'm like, no, no, no. And then we have an accident. And Gary looks over. I distinctly remember Gary looking over at me and going, perhaps. <laughs> Perhaps, Perhaps I messed this up a little bit. I'm like, yes, this this is intricate. And so it's his day the next day. And so he stays Which home. Which is great. Like the, like the first four hours was great. I got little Emily with me, who's mm-hmm. awesome. Harlan's doing great. She leaves for a lunch break, so we got an hour between uh, until Miss Debbie comes, who's so you- also awesome. Harlan's been like – one accident the whole morning Mm -hmm. so it's awesome i mean she probably didn't even turn the key over in her car before he just shits his pants (laughs) and just shit for the next hour straight like man you holding this bro what are you doing (laughs) so like we have all i went through every pair of underwear he had like i'm washing them and drying them so i can get them like in rotation yeah and then you know debbie comes and he keeps going all this also this day Abby's Aunt Jaman passes away. She's going to the visitation that night. Oh, guess who gets to take their daughter to the swim meet in the middle of all the play stuff going on or to a swim banquet? So we get um, Miss Alicia Miss Alicia to come watch him. I go to the swim banquet, which is, let me tell you. By then, now I'm home. Laney Neal, bless you. Mm-mm. Them kids, uh, like, here. No, I'm getting to Gary because he has not attended many of the swim meets doesn't know anybody and i'm just getting like random commentary from him and he's wanting like to write he's like now they're making up their own awards oh my god and so i'm like have you not been to a high school banquet like yeah like i want you when you were coaching i went to the to those i don't recall um of course you don't you don't remember what happened (laughs) this morning i do too Uh, um just don't years ago it's hard so it was rough. Gary had a rough go. The only good thing in all of this is potty training wears Harlan out. Yeah. So he is in bed. He's a tired little pup. By seven. There is no questions asked. He's We're showering, taking putting on the last pull-up. Also, we're like, if we just we wrap this up by seven, we get to put a pull-up on him mm-hmm. and call it a night, and it's working. Yeah, he's... So... But now, he like, when he wakes up, again, every day, the first little bit, he's good to go. Uh-huh. But I, y'all have probably trained your kids. You know, we're just doing this well, ABA a, way, and it's very... So we're doing like, that. That alone was intense. We also, you know, unexpectedly, my aunt passes away, and the funeral and visitation, or, or the visitation's Tuesday, funeral's Wednesday, and, you know, that in and of itself, you know, kind of, that's a That's a big week so regarding a, in its is, own. That by itself is a lot. You know, you're, you're with family, and um, not that... The grieving for me in this moment wasn't so much about me, but about like my cousins. And yeah. this is my aunt who is the same age as my parents. And yeah. you start feeling your feels and then you don't have time. Like you got to get home and your kid. Yeah, like Charlie's doing two plays a day at school. And she's got to get up at 530 and we have to have stuff ready to go. Yeah. And I still have to teach <laughs> and then make, you know, how to make sub plans for yeah. one day. And that was I mean, just. Don't, I got to work too. Gary also works. <laughs> he does attend the office. And, and then, and- so in all this, and like if, if we could have broke the three, like 
spread this out among three weeks. It would have been fine. Oh, it would have been perfect. But by the end of the week, like we were, by Sunday, it was like things get lost in communication. We're not seeing each other. We're not even going to bed at the same time because Mm-mm. Harlan has taken to the couch. And is asleep um, at sundown. Yes. Which is awesome. That's That's wonderful. And then... You know, I've either you've got to do a load of laundry now because now we got to wash all of his underwear and have those ready for school the next day because they're going to continue the process there. And mm-hmm. what I mean, would they, you know, he has to have enough clothes in case he has accidents. And also, Charlie needs to be showered, and she's coming home in full ass purple makeup down to her neck, and you know, just trying to get her. And she just it, emotionally, it's a lot for her to like pull that off, and that's a lot. Pay the cost, be the boss. I mean, she is doing more shows than like people on Broadway do in a week. So, yeah. um, as a lead, and I'm trying to make sure she stays healthy and well. And she's she's supposed to be doing homework. She's not doing that. And we were just as husband and wife, like barely roommates, mm-hmm. and going through a lot, and not even be able to communicate and talk about that. And I think it kind of comes it stress, to a head. It was stressful. Comes yeah. to a head by the weekend and. Your and then your family and friends. Yeah, family like, and friends are coming in. Like, and every, everybody's like, you got, I don't know. So. But I'm thankful that, like, Friday night, we, yeah. you know, my mom brought a bunch of friends to the oh play. Yes. Your family came Saturday. Shout out to the tripod who brought his family on Sunday. I mean, that's. You know, and Micah, Ma- and, Micah and, and Hattie, Hattie came. came yeah. We had, you know, family, my Aunt Kathy, Uncle Rick, Tammy And so came. you're gone all day. Like, yeah, like you work no- all day Friday. Somebody's got to go Friday night. There's two shows on Saturday. Sunday, it was a whole cluster bomb. I was there from 1 until almost 6. Right. And then they have to strike until 7. And then... then That's theater term for a cleanup. Then there has to be a cast party. They want to go eat together. It's tradition. Also, middle school kids. Middle school kids at the end of anything now think middle school drama kids at the end of anything. My favorite moment of this, like kids are crying. I told Charlie, I'm like, listen, we've been to these last shows before on Sunday. Eighth graders get up there and they sob and snot. I love you. This is emotional. Keep that shit in check. <laughs> well, she gets up there and she's giving a, and she's giving a gift to her, to the assistant director who has really kind of taken her under a wing this year and kind of breaks up because she's, you know, thanking her. And I'm like, get it together. Because then I start crying. <laughs> the best is... And I'm just hot and bothered. The best is Jason's mom, who knows not a soul. <laughs> yeah. None of these people other than Charlie Thomas on that stage, she's crying with me. And I'm like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> that is my people. Yeah. So... We backstage. So imagine that's a little emotion on stage. The kids are all backstage. They are boo hooing. Bunch of wusses. Boo hooing. I walk by this one kid. He's awesome. He's hilarious. And I'm like, he's got tears in his eyes. Just kind of stare. Go like, hey man, how's it going? He was like, yeah, I don't know. It's <laughs> like this is strange. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, things are strange, man. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, you haven't peaked. This is just <laughs> this, this, this 
this is just one strange moment in your life, dude. But I just thought that was like, that was the best answer. I don't know. (laughs) It's strange. I'm like, it sure is. We survived. We survived. And now we're, uh, now you just spend the week kind of like playing catch up and get on it. We do better. We have, we have cooked at home every night this week, every single night. And that is, that is amazing. Whatever we had in the cabinet, I cooked. Gary has cooked. I've helped. You made gravy. I made gravy. <laughs> I have offered. You to- wait, wait. You made instant gravy. <laughs> you boiled water and threw a packet in there and whisked I it around. I made instant pot chicken. For you. For us, we all we all tasted it and and ate. Oh all yeah, it. it was good. Yeah. Thank you so much. Even though yeah, I don't so we got this instant pot and. I'm, like it's kind of intimidating. I don't know. It talks what, to you. So many buttons. So at one point it just told me, oh, <laughs> oh, wait. I'm like, what does that say? He's like, oh. I was like, hmm, that doesn't seem right. I don't know what that means. Abby was scared to take the lid off because of all the pressure. It's wild. <sighs> and I don't know how to, I don't know. I'm reading the in, the like brand name instructions online. Abby had a birthday through. Oh, yeah. By the way, Abby I had a birthday. Yeah, I got to celebrate for thirty minutes on Friday. It was great. Harlan saying, "If you've not seen the video oh on Abby's face, Harlan saying happy birthday." He he pushed through happy birthday with uh, so Abby, we we're trying to eat better. So I didn't get a full blown birthday cake. I got cupcakes. So Abby's got candles and a cupcake, and Harlan helps her blow out the candle. He's like, "We're like, thank you." He's like, "You're welcome." Where's you're Harlan's welcome. cake? You're welcome, guys. Where's Harlan's cake? Oh, I die. <laughs> so we had to, like, I got you. We got so, you. Got you some cake, man. Abby has a massage. So she didn't want anything big, but I know between now and the end of the school year with prom and everything, she's going to need a little relaxation. So I got her a massage and it oh, came with like that? an essential oil scalp rub, she which isn't for me, but I feel like it, it's good for her. I think you would like it. You like your hair being rubbed? Not by, no. I get to rub your hair. And head. No. I do too. Like on the back of your neck? Yeah, like, yeah, that. But I don't like want my scalp rubbed. I like to do your temples. That's when I have a headache. Oh, my God. Be a little bit more bitchy there. I'm not. I'm just saying that you said you think I would like it. I'm telling you I wouldn't. Okay. All right. But maybe I would like one of those deep, like hard massage. I don't want, like... Like stand up on the table and like just. I thought about cupping. Have you seen that? <laughs> yes, I have. Like I thought about, I like that would be cool. I don't know. It looks weird. Acupuncture? You'd be down for that? One hundred percent. One hundred percent would do that. I would do. I want to do the uh, deprivation tank. Yeah. There's one in Lexington. Let's go. All I think right. that I can get Groupons for that all the time. Would you do it like with me? Because there's like a couple's depri- deprivation tank. I don't know. You don't know how you're gonna react to that. What do you mean? I like that. It's supposed to, like, some people don't react well to it. I don't think, I think everybody, like, just chills, right? I don't know. If we get hold of some psychedelics. And then we get a kid, I was saying something about that, and a kid was like, what if, like, you're in there and you fall asleep and you don't wake up? I'm like, wait, you mean what if you die? <laughs> Did you just ask, what if you die? <laughs> then you're dead. Yeah. It's, somebody takes you, you out. of the def- You a floating corpse. Yeah. <laughs> and you float, so. Well, they say the here. funniest things. Oh my god! So, yeah. So now we've been on this trek to eat healthier. Mm. So Abby's showing some just eat it. That's not, that's not about like 
healthy eating. No, 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 I'm just saying she's like, we should we should do this. It's like people getting food out of the dumpster no, and shit. Like, and then, but when she says this, immediately on my TikTok, there's this woman talking about, like, don't look down on me. Look, the, she it was like a load of cookies. Uh-huh. And she's like, look, these are good until 2023. Yep. And I was like. Yeah, it's wild. Uh, we are starting a consumerism unit, and I'm kind of pumped about it because it's things I've not read about before. So I get to learn with them. That always makes me excited. And um, I'm building the unit. I'm building the articles for the fast fashion part of it, talking about brands like Shein and H&M and these people who like. Is it Shein or Sheen? I think it's Shein. Shein? Yeah. Um, but anyway, <clears throat> really thinking about, um, I hate, this word has been so freaking overused lately, but like supply chain and like where things all start and where it, you know, comes from. And I don't think about that. And when you go in and you pay really low prices for a product and that obviously has a big cost and it's on the planet more than anything. And um, mostly and, China. Well, and the, um, the unethical treatment of people who are making these, you know, clothes and, oh, and, yeah. and pushing this out. So anyway, we start kicked it off with something kind of, we wanted something to get their attention. They also just took the ACT. So we wanted like to ease into something, not throw like a bunch of articles at them because they have read and read and read up until this point. So we watched this documentary and at first the kids are like, did she just say they're going to go dumpster? Dog? Did she say they're going to eat off discarded food? I'm like, yes. So they're instantly like gross. I got this one kid. He's great. He's like gagging. And I'm like, dude, it's, it's not that. It's not the half eaten burger yeah. from Applebee's. Like in their head, that's what they're that's what they are doing. But to be fair, um, in my head, that's what it is. It is, but it's not at all. Um, the first haul that they get is a brother is moving, and they go to his house, and because he's going to get rid of all this food, and they take what's good in the fridge still, and take it, and it's not nothing is expired. I just think of Which, Joe Exotic getting the big load of expired meat from oh, Walmart and feeding yes, to the tigers. Yes, And then he was feeding people that. Yes. That, that's Ugh. what I'm thinking no, about. No, 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 no. Um, they, they, they also talk a lot about, ex, ex, like the only thing that the federal government makes you put an expiration date on is. Food. Nope. That's not an expiration date. Milk. Nope. Meat. Nope. I thought it was meat too. Baby formula. Nothing else is an expiration date. It is only a this is fresh by. This is yeah. this is at its peak quality, according to them. And a lot of times that is way ahead of when it would actually go bad. So this couple does all this research and um they For once I trust the people putting that on there. Like if they say it's good by then, I, I not believe good, it. but the but it's it's not. So um, the amount of food we waste is crazy. Like I got really emotional. <laughs> I don't know why they show this farm. It's um, a, a lot of this comes from markets, your name, you know, your big, big box markets wanting foods to look a certain way, aesthetically pleasing. Do you remember the big, like when I can't remember, it was on 2020 when we were kids, when they were like adding color to the meat, like, yeah. like expired yes. meat and grocery yes. store changing the date and making it look redder or whatever yeah. it is. So fruits and vegetables and your produce and stuff has a, needs to have a certain look. And like this one guy goes to a banana place farm, I guess it's a farm and truckloads of bananas are getting hauled out to go to the waste because they do not, they are not the perfect symmetrical color with, you know, they're perfectly edible, but they don't look 
I'll just quality. be fair, a lot of stuff's edible that I wouldn't touch with your Oh, my tongue. God. So, anyway, the celery. So, this guy goes in the celery field, and, like, instantly off the top, you, you cut off the stalk, right? And you get to the celery heart. And then you got the people, like, the machine's doing that, and then the people walk behind it, and they're taking off the stalks from the outside. And then after that, you cut off the bottom. And, like, in a, a you know, square foot of space, you've got, like, pounds like three or four pounds of product that's perfectly edible but it doesn't fit into the bag that they produce so he tried like you know he's a just a local farmer he tried to like hire people to like do something with those other pieces like that'd be great for like stews and stuff like this but freezing it and it's not the cost of getting people in there to pick that up and do something with that isn't worth you know, getting that product out there. So that, and then they like pan out and you see this huge field of all this wasted food. And you're like, damn, that's one farm. Like that's one area that that's I mean, ain't nobody trying to eat no celery top. <sighs> Jesus. What is wrong with you? I'm just saying like, what is wrong? There's a reason. That is all example. That is one example. They, they go through peaches and they show all the foods that like. of peaches. <laughs> peaches for me. So bad. So, okay. so this couple it. gets out into dumpsters mm-hmm. and they find out like grocery stores do not throw out as much, but they do, they do go into grocery stores and they look at like when people are calling the product, like it's coming off the shelf, you know, kind of like that lettuce that I got for. Oh, like, that made you sick. Yeah. Go ahead. I, think I had a stomach bug. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was still good. Well, was not. Would you eat it again? I would. I've eaten the same bag of s- salad the very next week. I got it. So they were going to like wholesale places and it is insane what they find. It's perfectly good. It's high quality food, but it gets to this point. <laughs> he finds these boxes of chocolate bars and he's like, we've got a score. <laughs> and he puts it, we've hit the mother load, shoves it to his mouth. He's like, wait, wait, what if it was recalled? <laughs> and then he goes and like, it's not. And he's like, all right, continues eating. But they get so much food and he actually ends up gaining weight because like in, it's a, it's a full-time job. Like thinking about what do we have that we have to eat now? So they start a That's list. An awful mentality. Well, like they started the, a list of like, okay, we've got the kale and the eggs like need to be eaten today or the next two days. But ever, it's all about this, you know, we cannot waste it. We cannot waste it. What would that be? But they go through this whole thing for just six months. They end up only spending $200 for six months on food. And a lot of that was like going to grocery stores and, you know, getting the bananas. Liquor. Getting the bananas that were on the shelf that you couldn't, um, that nobody would yeah, buy. Yeah, because once they go black. I... You, you can still buy it. There's a tiny. Have you ever seen the shelf on at Kroger where the? Yeah, that's the ones they let you eat in the store, though. No, 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 no. I know what you're talking about. When you turn the corner, almost going to the bread, there's a little tiny shelf, and it's like bags of like citrus, just all citrus fruits, and they're eighty some cents, but they just don't look pretty anymore. That's it. Or tomatoes, they just don't look pretty anymore. So I've brought that stuff home before. I'm sure. You- I'm sure you have. So anyway, two hundred dollars over six months. Yeah, right. and and they even like get to one point where they got so much like friends are coming over to like shop at their house and um, they make a huge score of. Chicken. Where are they at though in the country? Uh, this is in Canada. Of course it is. 
I don't understand what that's supposed to mean. If you get on TikTok right now, there are tons of people in the United States that are dumpster divers. Like New York has like a whole thing of people who go dumpster diving at night. And they you like go to Kroger tonight and see what they got. I don't think they throw stuff out. I think we'd have to go to like somewhere else. Like where? I don't know. Walmart? No. Save a lot. I've always heard have you ever heard that like when Walmart throws food out, they like cover it in something so you can't sue? Yeah, so like People can't get it, get sick. And then be right. Like, oh, so the oh, guy, what, the guy, one of the guys on the documentary said, like, never, ever, ever has he ever heard of a situation where somebody gave food out. Like, they just said, okay, here we have, like, all these donuts left over. Let's go give it to somebody. And so, and someone's suing because they got sick. Like, that's never happened. So that's just, like, a myth that, like, corporations tell themselves so they don't feel guilty for, you know, being wasteful assholes. Huh. It's interesting. I it does make you mindful of how much, you know, we throw out all the time. Along so, at work, I've been pretty much strictly carnivore. Um, me and Regan have done like I, t- I got a hamburger patties and just ate those for a week. L- last week was just breakfast, and so in our research, like come across like. Anybody that wants to go, any diet works if you do, right? Like any diet, if you put in the work and the effort, it'll, you know, as long as you're, it's calories in versus calories out. Um, So what was the appeal of carnivore then, if that's the truth? So when people get sick, most doctors recommend like an elimination diet. Mm -hmm. And almost when you eliminate everything but... Meat, like, but animal products, like most animal products are anti-inflammatory, all this stuff. So, but it's whatever, like it's a, it's a niche trendy thing and it works if you like, if you monitor your calories and, and do it, like there are benefits, but I run across this guy, carnivore MD, mm-hmm. a board certified doctor, which these days don't really mean anything. Sure don't. Um, but he goes into grocery stores and. He'll take like a vegetable a day and he'll be like, uh, like his shirt always says kale is bullshit. And like, so his thing is all plants, it's built in to them. Like there, there's a predatory response. Like you don't want something to eat you, right? Like there's something that's supposed to protect them. So they give off something, whatever. And like, it, there, there's something in, in almost all vegetables that's bad for you. Like if you eat in ad nauseum, like he talks about tomatoes, like nightshades are, you know, they, they, they're very acidic by nature, which is you know, true. And like, if you eat too much of it, it's, you know, you can have problems, whatever. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I don't know if this guy's a real doctor. This sounds like bullshit. Continue. Uh, but, and that's what he says about everything. So all he eats is like liver king. Oh my God, guys, if you've not seen Liver King on any of your social medias, this dude is ju first of all, he's juiced out of his gourd. And he talks about being all natural. Listen. But juiced out of his gourd. But he is juiced out of his gourd. <laughs> like are no crazy. Nobody man. looks like that eating liver and testicles. And that's what he eats. <laughs> liver and testicles. He talks about having a salad and it's um sorry. His salad is uh, pork rinds. Wait, what? Yeah, that's, that's what not he, a that, salad. That's what he calls a salad. So, I mean, there's so many fruitcakes out there. 
But, and that's the thing. Like, it all comes down to calories in, calories out. Like, yeah. I don't know. So, I don't know. All, all that to say. Like, you can't tell me, like, kale is bad for you. You can find something bad about everything. Uh, true. I could tell you that meat is bad for you. Like, I could, we could turn that table. So, like, yeah. I think when you take that stance, it, number one. Everybody takes what, so the majority of, like, fitness influencers or whatever uh-huh. gravitate to what helped them the most. Sure. And then that's the, like, sure. but Rob Wolf, who wrote. Uh, the keto book, sure. which a lot of people refer to as the keto Bible. He's like, I never intended this to be like an absolute line. This is what helped me. This is what I know. But my red flag, my red flag for anybody is when, like, you can say what helps you and leave it at that. Like, yeah. this is what's good for me. But the minute you start jumping on the bandwagon of attacking other things, and you're, my, it's a red flag. Yeah, you've got some insecurities going, and if you have to like convince other people how bad everything else is in order to believe you you're hiding something or you're insecure about something. Yeah. So I'm not going to follow that. Yeah. That's why I love Mark Bell. Promotes like 10 minute walks. Yeah. You know, walk for 10 minutes. He's all on my movement stuff right now. Yeah. He's, he's partnered with the knees over toes guy. Yeah. And so. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's a little the, annoying though too. He, the knee. Yeah. No, no, no. Not knees over toe guy. Well, he's. Mark he is Bell's so, a lot. Oh yeah. Mark. Like if you go, I first got introduced to Mark Bell on bigger, stronger, faster. When sure. He's, yeah. When he's almost 400 pounds, again, juice to the gills on steroids. Nobody likes a reformed whore. I'm just going to say. No, no, he's still on steroids. Like he, no, I know, but like, just be who you are and don't like, don't be preachy. Yeah. I'm not going to deal with you preachy. <laughs> I got on a live last night. I never do TikTok lives. And I got on last night for the Galveston diet girl. And a doctor, she's a doctor. Is she preachy? She's not preachy. Um, She is more preachy toward the medical community for their lack of understanding education of like women's health in perimenopausal menopausal women. Like the the general stance is it's just a way of life. It's just everybody natural. Does. Everybody does it. Slap you on the ass and like let you go. Mm-hmm. So she through her own experience is kind of like said that no. <laughs> like surely not. <laughs> like it is natural. There's a lot of things that are natural, but the one thing, you know, People are like, oh, women have been doing this their whole lives. Actually, they haven't because women weren't living <laughs> until their 50s, you know? <laughs> well, they didn't make it that long. Right. So there is a lot to it that, like, you need to understand and try to understand. So she's done a lot of work on that, and she tries to – she refocuses, like, a woman's body that can't do the same things that it was doing right? nutritionally when it was, like, 20 and 30 years old. Um. So I, I listen to her and hear what she says. So her stuff is more – when she gets preachy, she is more preachy toward, not toward um, other diets. She doesn't, you know, bitch about other diets. She's yeah. just saying, like, here is here are some studies for. And understands and, and kind of qualifies that. So she comes across a little bit. And as a woman who is, you know, of a certain age. and But she's also super skinny. But she'll say that. She's like, I don't have, like, here's here is what the study says. I don't have that problem. Yeah. And so talking about like visceral fat and all that shit, but has me like research and probiotics. Like, yeah, like it, it all just boils down to if you, but I, but I, I like as much as I want to lose weight, I do want to feel healthier. Right. So I go to my doctor, my wellness visit, and I'm like, I don't feel like myself anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like myself. And she's like, well, what if you need anything, let me know. I'm like, 
I don't feel like myself. I am exhausted all the time. I'm not sleeping And where did good. that lead us to last night, Abigail? I got my same anxiety meds, turned down a script for Adipex, but damn it, I got a sleep apnea test, a sleep study. Which? Which, this is what I want to say. She had, Abby's had a CPAP before. I had mild apnea, but it was a long time ago. I revel in the fact that I passed that test. I bet you wouldn't now. But I would. I bet you wouldn't. I sleep with you. Listen. You wake up a lot in the night. Because I have to piss. But you also move a lot. Yeah. You have to be awake while you're doing that. I don't think that's me stopping breathing. Abigail. I don't stop breathing. I'm still breathing. It's just breathing loudly (laughs) with noise. And not all the time because my snore report does not say I snore all the time. That's true. You don't snore all the time. You snore a lot. I got allergies. <laughs> so I, got I had this, issues. <laughs> so at, Charlie's gone. First of all, our daughter, after her big show week, which she was amazing, I will give her credit. She, she was awesome. She was awesome. She was Ursula in her soul. Man. Um, she went and saw Billy Eyelash last night. Yep, at the Louisville's, and they like she lived her best life. She got to skip school. Go hang out in like all these little vintage shops. Like that's my dream is go like vintage. You know, I would. I'm more vintage furniture shopping. But yeah, I get a, um, a message every day from that. What do you think of like that? Looks like it goes in a trailer from 1965 in Clearfield. And I want furniture that looks like it belongs in a trailer in Clearfield from 1965. All in my heart, I love it. And it doesn't. He is absolutely downplaying the beauty of the furniture I send him. <laughs> You're insane. So Abby gets to go. She sleeps in Charlie's bed last night. Because so like the sleep study was tricky. I get it on Wednesday, and you know uh, we have been so tired. Like I've been, I've been closing down at eight o'clock last night. We it's five thirty. Harlan's running around. I'm sitting on the so I'm sitting in our living room. I'm looking at the TV. the The front door, the dining room, everything's behind me. Abby's in a place where she can see it. The Our front door opens. Harlan goes outside. I look over. Abby's asleep. Like, the, we're, we're, we're talking I just need 45 I seconds just after she said her last word. My eyes. Narcolepsy sets in. <laughs> I can fall asleep. And I'm like, hey, instantly. he just went out the door. <laughs> I'm like, who? What? <laughs> what day is it? But Gary can't turn his neck, so it's not That's like he true. can, like. I have no mobility. He has no mobility in that neck, so I had to get up. But, which probably is like a sign of sleep apnea. If you, but I've been tired. So anyway, we finally, like, we have to be strategic about this because I don't want to do the sleep study and it get totally screwed up. Meanwhile, because, I'm getting mean texts from Novasom like, hey, we've not had any data reported. I'm like, well, no shit, still in the box. So I open it and I'm like, oh, <laughs> Oops! Yeah, you got it's so many a, days. Yeah, you're supposed to like fifteen hundred dollars. Like you have to do it within two days, and then they'll start charging you. And I'm like, oh hell! So first off, my anxiety has rocketed at that moment. I'm like, I gotta get to sleep now. Then I read, it's like you gotta charge this thing. It may take up to three hours. I was like, it's ten o'clock at night. I can't stay up that late. We can't do this another night. Oh my god! And then Gary gets a little like tisky with me because I'm like, this costs fifteen hundred dollars. I don't explain. That, like, it basically has to go missing <laughs> before yeah. they'll charge you $1,500. I, of course, jump to worst-case scenario. Immediately, the world is burning. So, I sleep in Charlie's bed. Spoiler alert. 
that is just the worst mattress in our home. And the um, bacteria and <laughs> shut up, you. Um, bed bugs. <laughs> it's not that bad. So I make it through the night. Like I barely squeak, like get to 6 a.m., which is pretty solid for me. Um, thank- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Again, I want to go back to sleep, but I had to go to the bathroom. I was like, well, I think I'm awake now. And then Harlan gets up. I was like, I am definitely awake now. <laughs> but you have to charge it. You have to tr- plug it back in for it to receive the data. So I guess they got my data. I have no idea. They've not said they I, haven't. Well, I called and they're not open today. So that's a wild. I was like, this is kind of a wild industry. You just mail little devices and tubes off to people. So I look like a crazy person who's like busted out of jail with her oxygen mask on. Run into the speedway for cigarettes as I'm all hooked up, ready to go for this. But I was like worried, like if Harlan came in the middle of the night, he tangles up in those cords as he like wallers on me and like chokes me to death. That's a really crappy way to go. Then Gary and his grieving forgets to mail out the machine and we're like $1,500 down. What I'm am I dead. grieving about? When I die because Harlan choked me in my sleep. You look like a COVID patient all hooked up there. <laughs> I already said that. You were about to put a ventilator on. Whatever. You know, my Pappy Duke used to take his oxygen cords. I had this like weird memory recap. I think I've said this before, but I forgot about it. Core memory unlocked. Um, He took those. I guess you like can't use them forever. Like right. you got to like recycle them after so long. And he put them in his garden and he like grew green beans on them like a trellis. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sure I remember that right. Something grew on him. Maybe it was just regular vines i don't know but like something grew on those things if you know us then you i would assume you at least one of the two of us we're friends on social media yeah maybe maybe not or if you're not it's a good chance maybe you saw some you see some stuff that abby does because they get a lot of shares not as many shares as her post she got oh. all political <laughs> this week i didn't get all political well, i just pretty political it's not all political. I mean, it was based on politics. Okay. It was based on. Yeah. So there's a, there's a house, like thinking. school choice, cutting up the funds for charter schools or private schools, which I'm all for if it's my, if I'm creating it for oh profit. Oh, God. Shut up. Like, I'm not for certain that, it, that if it does pass that we won't benefit because I'll start my own school. It's not happening. But it, will it not? 
It's not happening. I've already got people on board. No, it's not happening. So anyway, Abby puts out an amazing post about what the uh, the cons of this bill are. And, nine. Yeah. So in Kentucky, they want to essentially, it's like, take it would allow the school budget, which is like X amount of dollars for our state, um, charter schools can come in and start like di- dipping into that. And it's not like they get extra money. We're creating, like, school choice in and of itself, like, fine. If you want to take your kid to a private school, fine. That's amazing. Go. If you want to homeschool your kids, I support you. Like, 100% support that. Um, there have been times that, you know, I have even had thoughts. It's scary, I think, for me with Harlan not knowing where we're going, not knowing what, you know, life is going to be like for him in a few years, saying, is he built for public school? Because at no point do I deny ever that public school has all the answers. I don't, I, I, we are flawed. There is a crack in the house, a crack in the foundation. But I believe in public school and I believe in what it does. And it's, you know, I read today, um, the Atlantic had a great article about it. Like just the whole heart behind, you know, public school started because of the whole common school idea started because of like building good citizens. What the fuck is wrong with that? You know? So what I learned, my very first lesson was the role of the school mm-hmm. is to create an informed voter. That's it. That to, was it. To complete the democratic pro- to be able yes. to function in the in the system of government, you know. Yeah, the, there was no college career readiness. Yeah. Ever. And if and a lot of the decisions that are made about how our schools are now are not coming from educators, are not coming from the people, boots on the ground, who believe in this system, who have philosophies and their heart and soul poured into this. These philosophies are coming from people who are lining their pockets on bullshit that they want to pump into the school, like standardized testing and whatever else that they can, uh, textbooks. Well, listen, we all know. So, stop. For no, 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 no. Hospitals, schools, churches all have, on the surface, a great mission. At the end of the day, they are all businesses. Now, is is that the way it should be? No. I don't believe, I don't like the comparison. Now, I've said this once, I've said it again. I don't like the comparison of, of a school being a business in the analogy that, like, parents and community members are customers. Because I think that puts... No, you're the product. Your kid, because the kid, beca- no, because I think the kid becomes the product at that point because they become our, their test scores become our bottom line. If you want to carry that metaphor all the way through, and that's bullshit because kids are not a product. A product is a blueberry that I can go tell the company that, hey, guess what? I don't like that blueberry because it doesn't fit my standards. Don't give me that blueberry. That's a not tasty blueberry. I get all the blueberries, all of them, every single one of them. The mushy ones, the ones that are rotten, the ones that were not raised organically the ones that were raised organically the ones that don't know where they were raised we get all of them so that's bullshit to make that comparison to the customer and all that stuff so anyway hold up but you were right that it's it's a more about the money part of it because i I agree government that's where it goes wrong right that's where it goes wrong listen the government you always interrupt me i'm not interrupting you i'm trying to make a point you i know you're passionate about this but this is the facts of it no no Passion and facts are not are not separate ideas. <laughs> the people involved in public schools have no control over what happens. Like, sure, the principals can set curriculum and and 
discipline and try to hire good teachers and stuff, but all the funding and all the rules come from people who are not in education. Yes. I was saying this, but I got interrupted, but you have a penis, therefore it sounds better <laughs> if it comes out of your mouth, I guess. What if it came out of my penis? <sighs> That'd be great. You're an idiot. <laughs> so thank you for mansplaining that. Actually. I'm just saying like. I, I was getting there, but you literally interrupted me to say it. At some point you got to realize like I I can't, I can only control what I can, can control. I agree. So I don't, like I was fully aware of making this point, but again, you interrupted me. So we do have. A crack in the system. There are things that we are doing that are utterly wrong, that drive me crazy, that I can't even stomach sometimes. But it's not because, like, if like I've had to research a lot about schedules and the bullshit rules behind like how long a lunch can be is asinine. How long is a lunch? Twenty six minutes. It's somewhere. It averages there. Um, by the way, you want to reduce school food waste, make lunch longer. That's just one of the things, and that's a very low on the totem pole priority byproduct of the the bigger issue is like our kids need downtime. Our kids need longer lunches for just a million different reasons, mental and physical health. But anyway, I digress. So, but there are You're rules cute. about that. There are rules and, and, you, and you have to uphold that. But that's not, that is not a doctor or a, or a teacher or a parent making that decision. But when you go and vote, for some of this bullshit, like pay attention to who's getting to make those decisions. Pay, ask yourself who is at the table. And when you're voting, who's lying in their pockets? Exactly. Follow the money. Bottom line. So we have a huge crack in our foundation. Gary it's Thomas been growing. It's been breaking into multiple little side cracks. And what House Bill 9 is saying is oh, you know what you can do? Instead of having the contractors. And the budget that we had set aside to fix that crack, like to pour into that crack and all those other cracks, we're just like, can we just go take borrow like all your contractors over here and the money and go over here and just build something else? Screw your crack. Just something that is essentially needs to be fixed. So right. fix it. Quit saying that you can build something that is such an American mindset of like, we'll just go build something else and it's going to be better. No. Read about the other charter schools in the school choice. They are shit shows because of, I, I understand there is this want for no government oversight, but at the same time, go to a charter school where nobody's telling you um, the attendance policies or, and then people are, all kinds of people are taking money. There's no control over where that money's going and, you know. Censoring my kind of school. <laughs> I hate you. Ripe for corruption. We're not in the, we don't Billy do needs an A. Daddy needs an oil change. That's weird. That's so weird. <laughs> See, and that's the problem. You can't afford an oil change because you work at a charter school and they can pay you $10,000. No, 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 no. The people that work at the charter that's school ain't going to make no money. The people oh. who own the charter oh, school sorry. make all the money. You're going to own a charter school. Yeah, okay. I ain't. This is never happening under no circumstances. So live your little dream and- Anyway, back in reality land. I can say as a student in a public institution. Because you definitely know exactly what it's like. Keep going. As a student, I do. Okay. I'd be an amazing, like, online teacher. Amazing. 
Although I do have a bone to pick for my instructors. Like it's, I'm coming off spring break. I didn't get to do shit on my spring break. I wasn't exactly in beach shape, but so we get an email. Our midterm grades are out. So I'm like, all right, cool. I was like, I mean, I know what I got. So I, but I look because it's official on your transcript. Like these are your midterm grades. And in my English class, I've got a B. I'm like, what the fuck have I, did I miss something? Like I've done everything I'm supposed to do. I look, so I go to my course. Scholars dropping down. I go to my course. Mm -hmm. I look at the grade book. Mm -hmm. I I have a 99% in that class. I'm like, this son of a bitch didn't even look. He's just like, "Ah, everybody gets a B. (laughs) Which I can't be mad at because that's how I am. I'd be like, humbled the hell out of you. You know? So. All right. Whatever grades don't mean anything anyway. So did you, so they asked Abby if she wanted to write a letter to the editor. They used that her post as a letter to the editor. I forgot to do that. I've not had time. <laughs> Find somebody this time. Somebody can just copy write? and paste it into a letter. To it the doesn't editor. make any sense if you don't have any context to it. Like I was clearly putting that on a social media format because people were having that conversation in the time. The exigence was accurate See, for that moment. You use it for positive. Social media is like ripe with. So much dumbness in general. I don't disagree. I don't no, know no, why no, you're I'm, like, no, no, no. I'm saying I'm not. I'm saying you use it for that. I'm looking at dumb shit. Like, <laughs> I, you know, we know. Oh, fuck, we even. So, is that you, your fault? I think or it is makes that... me a, just an easier, like, my blood pressure is lower because I ain't, like, I go to work, it's like, oh, Ukraine, gas prices. I mean, that shit's crazy. You seen this meme? <laughs> my favorite meme. About all the inflation and everything else happening is like, how do you stay so calm during all this? Like, man, I'm old. I'm old poor. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of like old money, I'm old poor. I'm like, we've been living this life forever. It's, you know, it's like everybody's all tore up about the inflation. And I bet. Yeah, I could see your workplace getting all. Yeah, I mean, I mean and it is like it. You feel it when you go to the grocery store. Like one of the memes that I, that I had is it says this new. Dollar bill looks amazing, and it's a ten dollar bill. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. like, which is true. And like, I went today to get chicken tenders for Harlan. I got the last bag of chicken tenders. Like, I'm like, what? The, is there a run on chicken tenders? Shit. No, you were shopping on a Saturday, man. Like, that's your problem. Like, that's not nah, like this. I go, Abby. I'm in Kroger five times a week. <laughs> Trust me, no, I know the levels. But I will say, like, I was in Walmart the other night. God, oh, before the ACT, trying to get a couple things. For kids on Monday night, or was that Monday? Ah, hell, I don't know. Anyway, I was getting some stuff, and nope, it was a different night. And they had tons of like product out, getting ready to shelf it because it was almost time for it to close. I was like, oh, went and got my creamer that I'm always out of, and all this. And I was like, oh, this is the night to go. So I think our t- I think our weekend we got to reschedule that. Nah, I just think it needs to be available all the time. I don't think that's possible, and I think that's well. When I start my own grocery store, oh, we're gonna do that now. Now you're gonna. I was telling Abby today. I was like, maybe I'll get another job, like you know, because we've got we've talked about vacations and some other trips, and and like you know, the cost of gas has went up. Everything's gone up except my paycheck. I need to get gas. I've not I've not got gas in a while. So um, I was like, you know, I've always wanted to work in retail at Kroger. Carrie, would you would you sneak me discarded food home? Absolutely not. It was still on I the good. I don't believe in it. You're so dumb. 
there's nothing wrong. It's completely encased in its packaging. It's just put in another spot that's called a dumpster. So that, <laughs> which indicates it's trash. No, there, no, there was a dumpster in this movie. There is a dumpster. That, the only thing in this dumpster, in this container, let's call it a container. Mm-hmm. The only thing in it that they that the trash truck comes and dumps in. Yeah, right. no, 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 okay. no, 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 no. Nothing's dumped in. It is completely full. He lifts the lid and is to the brim, over the brim, full of hummus that still had three weeks on its discard date. He looks it up. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just. Listen, when the apocalypse hits, I'm I'm down for this. Take notes. We're, we'll do that. But we ain't there yet. There's all kinds of preppers on my TikTok right now. That, Real you, weird. You go. So last night, you were talking about your lady in the menopause. Mm-hmm. I'm just scrolling. <laughs> There's a lady talking about taking uh, female Viagra. What? So I was like, I'm in. So she's like, she she gets it from her doctor. It's a shot. Why is that on your algorithm? It, who's to say? <laughs> like, I don't know. So okay. okay. Uh, have you ever done like you scroll through, then you look when it was posted. It was like three weeks ago. I was like, why is this just kept? anyway? It was like a four part series. So I'm in. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna watch this. <laughs> so she she talks about being she was. Our age, she'd been married for 20 years, like she had kids, whatever. She's trying to spice up her life. Cool. She talks to her doctor, they give her the shot. So she's like, Today's the day. So she takes the shot, whatever. Like the first 30 minutes, her face gets blood red. I was like, Oh, she's gonna die. She's like, I'm a little flush and my heart's beating real fast. I was like, Shit, they done gave you crack. <laughs> you shot crack. And then she's like, wait, is she in a doctor's office when this is going on? No, she's already got it. Like she, like it's at, like you give yourself a shot. Ah, uh, mm, nope, not so, after that. No, thank you. But, but so she's like that subsided, and then I felt normal, and she, then I felt good. Is this like approved, or is she like a, a test subject? No, she she got so. Let me finish. Oh, I will let you finish she, instead of interrupting you like you do me. And then like, hold up, me, facts. Continue, please. I'm invested. I love you. I love you. She takes it. Uh, it works. So that, I guess because it got a lot of attention, that's why it's getting pumped through the feed or whatever. So she calls the manufacturer. She talks to the CEO, and he's like, you know, is it? she's like, is it safe for... People have gone through menopause. Yes. Is it safe for, like, basically the only thing it wasn't safe for is people with high blood pressure. Which is women who've gone through menopause. <laughs> people with high blood So, um, and they went through the cost and all this stuff. She's like, I'm trying to get a discount code. She's like, but I just, like, they were super nice and talked to me about all this stuff. So she clears all this stuff up. And I was like, female Viagra. Are you going to take some? I don't have a vagina. <laughs> I don't. I always wondered, like, if guys took my doll, like, if it, it got confused. And I'm like, wait. No, what is real. wrong with you? No, I was young, okay? Like, I didn't know. You Like, you take something for it's your... It's actually great. Like, there's there's a TikTok where this big burly man's like, y'all, they've been they've been lying to us. He's like, I had to take this my doll. It is great. I feel wonderful. He had a headache, and he took the my doll. It's got, like, the caffeine in it. Does it? Yeah. There's a, a a kid had a headache the other day and a girl gave him smile. He's like, I'm not taking that. She was like, There's nothing wrong with it. I'm like, There's really nothing wrong with it, man. You know, we don't watch 
like we don't get commercials very often unless it's like on YouTube or something, but our YouTube and homes, all kid stuff. Yeah. A lot of Disney world right now. Also, mm-hmm. let me, let me pause here. Okay. You know how you forget about things and they come back and you're like, did I do that? And you're like, oh yeah, I did do that. <laughs> Wait. Like maybe you sign up for something, you don't get immediate response, and it goes for like a year. Then you're you like, just oh. described my entire adult life. Okay, so also, this is you. Continue. Yes. So, at some point in the last twelve months, shit. Like last summer, when me and Charlie were going to go to Orlando. Okay. You did go to Orlando before we went to Orlando. Okay. I was like, you know what I could do? I could be a travel agent. I could be one of these people set up these vacations. One. You have never told me this. I did it in the middle, like (laughs) on a whim. Like I just signed this informational thing, whatever. Never heard nothing, never thought no more about it. Until I'm at the gym tonight. This email comes in. I'm serious. This email comes in at 7.16 p.m. Are you ready to start your adventure? I'm like, what the fuck is this? I would never in a thousand years open an email that says, are you ready to start your adventure? Well, you said, are getting ready to get onto a porn site? No, or no, no, no. Catfished? This is the company I talked to. I, <laughs> this is the company I signed up on. So the, the title is all the information you need to join the team. Step one. I was like, what team? Did I sign up for something? So I look, and it's this. It's that. It's the company that I looked into. It's like, hello, my name is Carol Best Scott, and I would personally like to invite you to our team. We're bringing quality people on board, and I think you're one of those people. I think one of those people could be you. You're receiving this email because you let Carol. us know you're inter- because you're interested in joining our team. If you no longer are interested, throw it away. He said, "This is the first of five emails you receive. Each step is to is to apply for this." And I was like, "What the fuck?" And I kept reading. I was like, "Oh shit, I did do that." <laughs> you're so weird. I love it. And I'm like, "Oh man, do I still want to?" Do this? I was like, you know, hardly want to go to Disney World. So let's just see what this is about, Gary. To- I want to live in a world where people come to you for happy, magical travel advice. Listen. And you would be the most blunt person like, no, you don't want to go there. That fuck sucks. Like, I feel as well-versed as any of these travel agents in in I don't. I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that. And you have a knack for sorting through information in a way that I do not understand. I can't. How so? Um, like you. Like under- what kind of information? Like boring numbers and stuff. Oh. Like I can't even, like I'm still trying to figure out how many days ago I was supposed to take that thing. Cause it was like, take this within two days. I'm like two days of receiving it or two days <laughs> after that. Like that stuff gets, I overanalyze that stuff. Whereas you can process numbers and understand Like a package for something like what would the best deal be? And that just doesn't, I don't have that fine mentality. for. Oh, listen, I've been, I've been, I would get really, I could get into the emotional nostalgic value of something, but could never relate to people. Listen, I went on the whole, not, I've never been to Disney and I only want to go to Disney because Harlan wants to go to Disney. Mm Mm-hmm. But I'm super invested in this don't say gay thing that this law of Florida's in uh-huh. and the controversy with Disney. Like, oh, what's going on there? They're uh-huh. not. So, like, so many Disney employees are 
LGBTQ. Sure. And the they've been basically I silent. Mean, it's a huge. It's a huge. Right. So they put out a company. statement like, basically, Disney speaks for itself, and you know we're oh, going to continue to make this so, right. Turns out they fund like all the people that are. Of course put, they so, do. So there, all this pressure is on Chapek, who's the the CEO, right? So he makes this statement. I had the same a, guy that resigned right before the pandemic or during the pandemic, or is this a new guy? He's the new guy. Okay. Huh. Mm. So he's like, I had a great conversation with Governor DeSantis about all this stuff. Oh, I'm sure. The governor's office puts out a, a response. The CEO of Disney called the governor's office. He did not take that call. <laughs> oh, I'm he like, lied. I'm like, well, somebody's lying. Somebody here's lying, <laughs> but I'm like, oh, and the Disney people are buck wild. Like they're all. I'm gonna have to look this. Where are you seeing this stuff at? Mostly Twitter, but like if you just go, like, I don't to be say honest. gay Disney. Like you'll get all. all... Well, we're not going to Disney anytime soon. <sighs> That's ridiculous. I didn't realize that was happening. Yeah. So, Interesting. Nice. I love. And then you've got Universal, life. who's like, mum. Really? But, yeah, but they have, like, and I didn't. There's no but to that, though. There's no but. Take a stand. If you don't take a stand, you're being silent on something. Like, be, being silent is bullshit. I, I think they're. It's complicit. That's what I mean to say. Um, Just letting the politics play out. But in Universal Park, I didn't know this, but they, in this, all this, like, I'm looking at the back and forth, they have a huge uh, memorial to the Pulse nightclub. With huh. with all the member, all the team members from Universal that died there, there's like 17 of them that died in that shooting. Where's that memorial at? It's um, it's uh, like in the back by Spring, like between Springfield and. I feel like we would have seen it. Yeah, if you didn't know it was there, you it's like not. You'd have to go specifically okay. to there, but like of course, don't put it up by the don't put it up by the Universal logo. I mean, theming wise, you know, but, but it, I mean, it's people know it's there. Like, sure. they leave flowers there and all kinds of stuff. Right. So it's, I don't know. Wild. But that, yeah. So that's my alter ego side of like, you're going to be a travel like, agent. Like, I went to the gym tonight. I was like, I'm going to do an hour's worth of cardio. Like, I'm just trying to get my blood flowing. It felt good. An hour's worth of cardio. Good. I listened to an episode of Annual Pass. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is where, like, I don't how I disconnect from all the other stuff. But they had a a guy who developed scents for theme parks and attractions. Smells? Aroma? Yeah, that's what scents means. Well, the way you say it, it could be scents like, never mind. <laughs> aroma would have been a more appropriate Aroma, word. yeah. Um, and he's a British guy, and like he talks about how he got into it. Like and They don't do it just for, they do it for museums, escape rooms, all this stuff. And he talks about as a kid where he lives in England – there was like this attraction that you would go through. It was like the history of their town. And when you went through this one, it was during the plague. He said there was this like death smell. Oh, he said it stuck with him forever. He's like, but like any, if you ask anybody that lived in that town, never been there, they know that smell. Like they, how you're, how. Scent is the most, um, is the strongest memory. Um, shit. It, it can take you to a memory faster than, that, and they than talk about that yeah. like like you, you know. They, he and he can't talk about the jobs he's done in America because he's like, but he talks about like the the smells they've created, and Which, he he sends them a package of smells, 
right? Uh-huh. So there's eight smells. Half of them are good. Like there's an orange blossom smell, and then there's like a puke smell. Uh, and like they're like, where would, he's like, when it gets to Halloween, that's when all the bad smells come out. Like when we're like okay. cranking out. They talk about how attractions like run smells. That's cool. so I'm like, who in the fuck would have ever thought that that's a, and that's Jeff, the the guy who's not the theme park nerd on the podcast. It'd be like if me and you had a theme park podcast, and I'm the and I'm the host that loves the theme parks, and you're just along for the ride, humoring me. Oh, so basically our relationship. Yes, gotcha. And like he's like, what about a hot dog smell? <laughs> But it was like, have you ever had that moment though? I get it a lot. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll get a smell and you can't quite like place, like you have no idea. Like it, it hits you and you realize what it smells like. And you're like, I didn't even realize that was like in my brain. That smell was no, but there's, there's smells that I like growing up. I remember riding the log flume. At Camden Park with my family. That was always the one thing when we went. We rode the fucking water ride. And as a family in the lot. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, And it wasn't even. Looking back it wasn't that. But when when we went to Universal. We rode the dress. Like it's the same thing. Was it? Yeah. And and what they do. Fun fact. Now that I. Now that you know all the aromas. Aromatologist. (laughs) Is they don't use chlorine in. Those type of rides. What is it? Because it would smell like a swim. It uh, starts with a B. I forget what it is. Bath salts. No. <laughs> but it, it, I don't know. But like, but they use it so that like it doesn't smell as fresh. And also, it kind of smells like moldy. Yeah. But it's not. I mean, it's, it's not bad mold. Yeah. I get, I mean, the smell of blacktop immediately will take me to elementary school in the summers when like we were going in before school started. My mom would have to go in a little bit before school started. When they would like coat the parking lot before they'd cut the park. They'd also do shit on this, on the roof. I think. Yeah. At, uh, more elementary. Same kind of thing. Like at the tar. Yeah. Yeah. And it was such a strong, like such a strong pungent smell. Like I'd get a headache from it and it's hot out. But every time I smell black top, that's what I think of is that I'm in third grade. It's summertime. I'm at Moorhead. And when you think summer, you think fresh cut grass. Like there's a whole right associated with dead worms. Anytime it rains and there's a lot of worms on the ground, yeah. I think of going to track practice in high school and all the dead worms out on the out on the track all the time. Like that's a very distinct yeah. smell. Um, but an auditorium. I was, we I took kids back there when I was an adult when I did riding camp and I walked into Button Auditorium. And it just has, it's a smell that is only, just, it's button auditorium. And instantly I was like, oh my God. Like all this summer, I would spend summers there during community theater. Yeah. And that was just a wild. And, and then would be in button for like different like orientation, like a lot of really wild moments in life. So there's I get a, it. Yeah. So I, I do think that's interesting that smell yeah. can be that emotional for you it, it's it connects a lot of things there's a lot um what like, about a bad smell smell it like make you sick if you smell it not a lot sauerkraut i love sauerkraut i eat sauerkraut. Makes, i mean it wouldn't i eat sauerkraut here you don't get sick i don't smell it we've we've never sat down at the table and you had sauerkraut on something and i've been like oh no like 
Um, I don't know. Charlie, like I made an old school tuna and Miracle Whip. Charlie's like, oh, it smells so bad. You did kiss me right after you ate it, and I was like, ooh, mm. it's distinct. What was her name? What's wrong with you? <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? You are not a normal person. I am. Not at all. I try to be. <laughs> Do you, though? I try to blend in. This is you trying? I don't know. Wait, my co-teacher and I were talking about salmon patties the other day. I was like, damn, I really want a salmon patty or a tuna patty. Same thing the other day. Like we were talking about salmon, and my, only my my mamaw would make salmon patties. It's uh-huh. the only place I ever. Had. You got to use like canned salmon. You yeah, like it's got to be like junk ass salmon. Junk it ain't salmon. like you going getting a out the can. Cause she because we're, because it. it all goes back to this show we're watching, and she's like, "There's this place out in Jayville that sells like yeah, I don't know, I don't know where they're getting it. I think it's a Mennonite family, and they're they're getting like boxes. You never know what you're going to get. And so she's like, "I found salmon." It was less than a dollar a can for the big cans. I was like, oh, which if you buy it, like, that's good. That's a good price. So she was like, yeah. she, she bought 20 cans. <laughs> she was like, it still had a great date by it. Yeah. About mackerel. You know, people buy mackerel. Oh, Pappy do all the time. Like, I can most- visualize a can of mackerel right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's in, when we went in to Mamal Jib's house and we lived there for a while, Mamal Jib Pappy Duke's house. I don't know if you remember, like, I had to clean, I cleaned out the, uh, whoa. I cleaned out that that's a lot. Um, the cab there's like girl. a little cabinet above the washing machine. I was like, Pappy Duke loved to shop at Big Lots. <laughs> It'd be like the most random shit, like salmon or mackerel or random stuff. And you're like, well, this stuff is seven years old. <laughs> it's time to put that out. Crank, but, open that bitch up. Let's see oh, that out. Like. But yeah. yeah, yeah, salmon patties. We we're. Just, I think I could make them. Put them in the air fryer. Oh, that'd be good. That'd be good. I didn't think about that. Yeah. That'd be perfect. I don't know. Yeah, the, some of that. Oh, sorry. W- bourbon is, honestly, I started drinking bourbon because it was, I didn't start drinking it, but it's like the alcohol I knew. Over, like, I did, I did, like, I did the Boone's Farm thing just because that's, like, what was available to you when you were, Definitely 21 years old and drinking. Um, like, those drinks, but bourbon was, like, the drink that, um, sorry, I was checking the group text to see if they were actually advising intelligent things to talk about. It is not intelligent. Did they say something? Um, yeah. So, bourbon was a scent for me that was very strong. It, specifically, bourbon, Diet Pepsi. That's what my dad it's, drank. Yeah. That mix. I'm going to go a different route. All right. There is a very um, aphrodisiac effect when I kiss you and you have bourbon on your breath. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. It usually means I'm getting lucky, kid. <laughs> That's not. How dare you? Nine out of ten times. Not true. Anyway. That's weird. That's a weird. You never told me that before. Yeah, like I, yeah, I have a, a core. Like that's a that's a core memory. Tingle lips. Yeah. Did I invent tingle lips? Did I invent that? <laughs> not that, that. Not it happening, but no. that phrasing. Uh, maybe in you brought that to Morehead. I brought that. I feel like tingle lips is my thing that I actually like. It is a state of mind. 
It is. I, but you got it's like hard to maintain. Yeah, like you too much and tingle lips. So I got drunk down here like two weeks ago, I guess. Mm-hmm. We we're podcasting. <sighs> Accidentally. I don't accidentally ever get drunk. I said, uh, like, we drank half a bottle of Maker's Mark on this podcast. I have not. Who has? That's yours. And that was already drank. No, it w- That had the, um, I forgot to tell you this. Sorry, side note. That had the little Maker's Mark sweater on it today. Uh-huh. And um, Harlan calls it, but it, I didn't know what he was saying. But he was going to it like Buddy the Elf. I just thought he was, like, getting ready to, like, knock over our entire bourbon shelf. And I'm like, oh, you want the sweater? He was like, buddy the elf. And I was like, well, here, let me take it off and let you play with it. Go put it on your doll. He tried to put it on. He tried. He was trying to pull the sweater over his head. It was so cute. We have sweaters. Like, Maker's Mark makes sweaters for your bottle. They are tiny. Like, they'd fit on a tiny doll. Yeah. I mean, they fit on a Maker's Mark bottle. Yeah, they fit. Like, they're Harlan, not ever going to fit on a person. Harlan, who is the thickest child on the face of the earth. <laughs> Ew, quit. Was trying to put it over over him today. It was adorable. Oh, it's pretty cute. He's dumb. He's, a, he's, he's dumb as hell. <laughs> ah, he's not dumb. Oh, babe. Except he's got you figured out. For I'm sure. not hard to figure. I'm very simple. He's like, uh, timer, please. But I will say, when I said time's up, what did he do? He did. He, did. he gave you the phone. He handed it right over. See, I got mind control over these kids. It's a hell. The hell. <laughs> you have no mind control. You don't have mind control over you. <laughs> That's true. I'm working on it, though. We are. We're both. We're chipping like, away. I'm, I don't know. We, we've talked about, like, when you think about your own mortality and all that stuff. And I know that's something you try to avoid. But I'm, every day I'm thinking, like, you know what? Tomorrow might be the day. <laughs> what? Are you talking, like, unaliving yourself? Or, like, it being the day? What? Yeah, like, you never know when you're going to go. Oh, you're not talking about like intentionally unaliving no, yourself. No, no. Okay. why are you saying unaliving yourself? Because you're not supposed to say do that. It's a TikTok no, thing. You yeah, can't say suicide you, on TikTok. Yeah, you can't. It's censored. Yeah. No, I'm just saying like, be the big one, Ethel. What is wrong with you? You never know. Like you I just mean, gotta, you you gotta stay ready. <sighs> Fight off the Grim Reaper. Will you like write down all of our passwords? I need you to make like a booklet for me. I'm gonna record a video, <laughs> like Michael, Michael Scott. Scott. I did text. I text Emily, and I was like, "Hey, man, if I go <laughs> doing a sleep study because I've choked myself to death with this cord, you know what to do." She's like, "I will mail it back, and I'm cleaning your house before anybody gets in there." I was like, "That's my girl," <laughs> and she's cooking me some breakfast. No, she's not. <laughs> That's not happening. Damn it, Emily. <laughs> But that's the deal. Like, you gotta have people, people are gonna come by and check on y'all. Make sure you know where socks are. Somebody has to lay out Harlan's clothes every morning. That's not true. It's. I've. The only reason I don't pick out his clothes is because you bitch at me about what I'm putting in. That sounds like a really convenient thing to say for somebody who doesn't know how to pick out clothes. I don't even match my own clothes. That's a very good point. To be fair, I wear shorts all year round. Yes, you do. That's weird. I was at Kroger today. I saw Jason Hall. Mm-hmm. He's like, I said, like, man, he's like, what are you doing? I was like, man, try to beat this cold. He's like, you're wearing shorts. I was like, always. <laughs> All the time. You see me wearing pants. Good chance somebody's died. <laughs> or I got a job interview. <laughs> <laughs> somebody's coming to the office. Yeah, somebody, somebody 
in an official capacity is coming to check me out. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, clanky. a little clanky clank. All right. Well, I'm well. glad we got to do this. Didn't take it. Happy birthday to my cousin, Adam. Happy birthday, Adam. Today, he's 40. When you're 41, Adam, you get to take a sleep study on your birthday. Um, He may need to take a something about his hair. He's losing his hair. That's not Why the, are you going to call somebody that's out? On the the L, that's on the L side. That ain't on the Thomas side. The hell? Thomas is keeping her hair. My I'm hair's thin. The fuck I'm getting thin? This is thicker than a snicker right now. You know it is. <laughs> it's getting a little white. Get a little white. Well, I ain't saying about the color. His beard's rocking, though. So, Adam, if you're listening, I miss that fucker. Aww. Like, we grew up together, you know? I know, I know. And I'm, and I'm glad, as an adult, like, we've done major things together. I got to hang out. Yeah. I, that's... I would love to get him on the podcast, <laughs> get him a little drunk, and just go. Like, <laughs> I, I don't think... <laughs> like, just let it rip, tater chip. Oh, my God. Oh, that would be wild. It'd be great. So Mandela effect. Maybe, go. <laughs> maybe one if we ever get to see him again. See him about once a year. Wait, if I ever, what is wrong with if I ever get you'll see him again? Don't if I ever get to see him again like that. You could say when <laughs> You say you when when. Think positively, Tell man. You all about it when I see you again. Oh. You are the reason our kid is the way she is. And you act like you hate it. Just, just she needs a little slap in her. She morning. doesn't. You need to get over yourself, and that's just that is facts. Listen, if you've made it an hour and a half into this, Ooh, I know it's going so fast. You got so passionate about things. Um, got interrupted about things is what who happened. Who interrupted you? You being a typical does male. not sound like me. One hundred percent. Why does it gotta be a male? Because that's actually I can just do the research. <laughs> Women get interrupted by males in corporate and other settings all the time. Y'all think you all got something to contribute to the conversation. Um, and just to interrupt me to say what the hell I was trying to say to begin with. I just wanted to make sure you know what you're talking oh, about. Shut the hell up. On my own. I don't interrupt you on your amusement park stuff. But the one thing that I actually can talk about at length, you trying to tell do you me. Wanna, do you, I'll mute my mic. You go, you want to say some closing words about it? No. I'm just saying I'll give you that freedom. I'm not I don't want to write I'm being honest. It's it's out for of, another it's awkward. Time. It's out of the moment. I didn't realize muting your mic was an option. Now <laughs> I know. Can I have a remote? Oh damn it. All right. Well listen, one last thing. If you've made it this far, we love you. And I mean that. Like we go a week without podcasting, people still listen to old shit. I love you. Crazy. I think you're awesome. I think if you would take this time to go to getamazonmusic.com forward slash close enough, you get a free month. It's Women's History Month, right? Mm-hmm. I was on my Amazon today, downloaded some new tunes for uh, for your playlist. For my playlist at the gym. I got to go through that thing. There's like 170 songs, and I do a lot of skipping through. Do you really? Yeah. Just because you don't want to hear it no more? Yeah. Just I'm not in the mood for it. So, you get a free month. Set your reminders to cancel it. I don't. I, I don't think that's the. I, I mean, if you don't, if you just want it for free, <laughs> like that's all you're getting it for. 
I think the point is to love it and use it and buy it. Yeah, and but if you've got Amazon Prime, you probably already got it. So, but you can say things like Alexa, play Close Enough podcast, and then we're gonna play. You know how I know that? We've done it. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, Abigail, I love you. Gary Wayne, love you. To everybody that's listening, I love you. Love y'all. And uh, we're going to take you out with a little old school here. It's good stuff. Share this motherfucker if you feel so inclined. And until next week. Bye. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 